everything I know I learn from Frank Miller And everything I do I do as fast as flash run quarterback status And then some Damn the new 52 Buying up every issue on DC Not exclusively what I'm into Bastards Comics with the healthy Wolverine classics Soul down below, so anything can go. Hell be exclusively till the past enemy. Save a tooth. And you kill your dad for the second time in hell, man. Tell me that's not badass. Man, tell me that ain't badass. <laughs> and now for the weather. What? He's not ready? For the to do the weather? He's got one job. Just go to comics. Just go to those guys that do comics. Hey, what are those guys that do comics? That's Comic Bastards. Motherfucking podcast. I am still Kevin. And I am definitely Dustin. There you go. That's all you need in your life. We're going to talk about comics. This is the Daylight Savings edition of your podcast. (laughs) It really fucking sucks. Yeah. You don't need it anymore because we farm um, year-round. True. Very true. All the chemicals pumped into the food that you eat. Is changing your genetic code to mutants. Ow! <laughs> well, no. If we have children, they'll be mutants. And we'll be the people that hate them, but it'll be for different reasons. It oh, won't yeah, be I'll because vote, they're different. It'll I'll be vote because for Kelly in a minute. I'll be like, I want your mutant powers. Fuck this shit. You're going to die. What's wrong with Jubilee? Why is she acting so weird? She's huh? a vampire whore. <laughs> Mostly a whore. <laughs> <laughs> That vampire stuff just came later. <laughs> they were just like, how do we make her relevant again? Make her a vampire. Make her hang out with Wolverine. Give her some Bret Hart sunglasses. No, no. We tried that. That's for all my Canadian dogs. <laughs> Man. Um, I guess we can talk. You know, I just want to say something real quick. Stop making comic books movies, please. Just no. quit. God. Lucid? Really? Really? As someone who's quoted on the jacket cover of that book. This guy. No, that guy. I'm pointing. Pointing to Dustin. Yeah, me. (laughs) I was very sad about that. No one really read that book. It didn't get the shine. You never really heard people talking about it. No, not outside of, you know, just like a handful of people. Yeah. Um, I mean, the sales did okay, I think. And I know it did pretty well digitally. But... Yeah, you know, it was just like this really overlooked book, and yeah, just to see it turned into a comic book movie already, it's just, it's, it's sad. I love the art, and there's no way they're going to be able to capture the no, part of the book that I love the most, which was the art. It's going to be like Freddie Prince Jr. is going to be like the main dude. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Prince is like, oh, what, seriously? Oh, fuck. I'm so glad, because that show that was totally loosely based off my life did not go anywhere. Dude, did you know my dad hung himself? Yeah. Oh, dude, Freddy, oh. you say that, like, every time you kill yeah, the mood. fuck Freddy. We know. God, we, we know. know. Your dad saw he your report card. probably saw what your future was like and didn't want to be a part of that. So his dad's a precog? Yeah, he was. That's why he hung himself. <laughs> because, but he already knew he was going to hang himself? Yeah. Wow. And he just went with it. He accepted his fate. Trippy dog. <laughs> Yeah, stop making... Stop it. It's just like... in Warner Brothers, fuck off. You're in a toy... I think in Sony... I don't know. They're all bad. Well, just, yeah, Warner Brothers have been swooping up pieces of the pie the a lot. Yeah. Well, it's because they can't get anything going with their own franchises. Well, that Akira shit went south and, like... I'm Thank s- fucking God. Yeah. Although I hear it's no. still... Bubbling. Trying. It's still They're in the trying. Back it's going to be one of those things where we just keep hearing about it for like 20 years. And Guess what? I don't want to see a bunch of white actors play a bunch of Asian kids on, on a motorcycle gang in a, some sort of pseudo future. I don't want to see that. Yeah, it doesn't work in the United States. Yeah. That shit. Sorry. Guess what? It doesn't cultures. translate. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it I hate won't. when they try to do. Because mm-hmm. then just, you get the Dragon Ball work. Z movie. Mm. Ooh. But Dragon Ball wasn't Z. But whatever. Slap whatever letter you it want. It's still going to blow. Okay. They took the letter off, but it was still Dragon Ball Z they were trying to copy. They weren't trying to do Dragon Ball. Yeah, it was just like, here are the names. Enjoy. And you're like, this looks kind of familiar. There's balls in it. We know Bill loves movies with balls in it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that Indian one? 
that was from India. That one was way better than it was the American way better. one. It was it was terrible, but it was really good. Terrible. I think it came out like in 1989 or something. And well, yeah, it was mad 80s. And like a girl was Goku. Yeah, but she could throw down pretty good. Like her. Oh, yeah, yeah. They they. Was I was fucking, like, wow, this is so it bad. Entertaining. It's good. And they had guns and shit. People would yeah. get shot. That was a lot of fucking people died in that movie. <laughs> I mean, making it <laughs> shoot in the movie. <laughs> but it's some other country, so it was okay. Um, guess we're going to talk about comic books. Yeah, like Dustin Wolf's that donut stick. <laughs> yeah, whatever Cheez-Its. I got the Cheddar Jack Cheez-Its. It's a fucking breakfast edition. Yeah, <laughs> this is the breakfast of champions. <laughs> There's not a champion in the room right now. No, not at all. Dude, it's sad we just live above the poverty line. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm about to make a big gulp of uh, knockoff Seven Eleven, yeah, Seven Eleven, fucking. I get my vitamins, ma. <laughs> Orange pineapple juice cocktail. Fucking three three words too many there. So just say juice. That's orange. Yeah. It turns your poop and pee green. You think it'd be orange, but it isn't. No, we could talk. Seven <laughs> Eleven vitamins. Um. Because it's just right up the street. It's really scary, too. <laughs> Very scary. It's like, you need to know, like, five different languages and, like, have two different guns on you <laughs> when you go in <laughs> You do. One one point behind you, one point in the front. you got to walk in like you're going to rob these motherfuckers. <laughs> and and, and even then, they're not really scared of you. They're just like, oh, he wants to make a purchase. They're ready for it. They're just like, mm. Did you see that woman trying to steal that cappuccino? Yeah. She was like, I'm not standing in line. I'm just going to stand by the front door. And when you turn your back, I'm going to disappear. We're all cognito with your hoodie just like draped over your head. But you're not wearing it. <laughs> and your limp fucking left leg. Or you're dragging <laughs> it behind you. <laughs> like a Kiger Sose dragging it in the mud. <laughs> the trail led back to your house, which is a dumpster. So comic books, <clears throat> comic books. Let's. Or are we just talk about some more? We can talk about. Um, I guess we can talk about what we read. That works. Um, we do. Let's do the easy one. Let's save the better shit. Let's save the more thought provoking shit later okay. on. Um, DC stuff. I caught up on DC. Um, hands down, best book ever written by this company is Animal Man. Right now, there you go. Whole company just going to get crazy and throw it out there. I'm still behind, but. I read, um, I think I read issue five, mm-hmm. and I, I really like that issue. What's, and, uh, what and makes it so good? The Art. fact that it doesn't feel like a DC book, and yeah, these it, characters feel like real people. Yeah. It, it feels like an actual family that's <laughs> going through some shit. Yeah, it's going and through shit some shit. And the shit is so weird that you can't help but just be like, oh, man, what's yeah. going to happen? You know? That's another thing. The, the whole Going back to the whole family part is... I can't remember what issue it was because I just, like, slammed them all out. Like, just one fell swoop, so it just feels like a, a huge experience of Animal Man. There's a part where the <clears throat> his son is, uh, they're kind of just quarreling in the back of the um, the Winnebago RV thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just little stuff that, yeah, the kid would totally say stuff like that. And he references, like, oh, yeah, I know you can't go to the coast cities because they're still out of power. I found yeah. it, that was on my Twitter feed. That, that makes sense. You worked it into that's exactly because that's, that's how, how people fucking it. use it. Exactly. Yes, that's and it's exactly what we're talking about. It's a kid doing that's that. Perfect. Of course, he's going to be in these little social nooks and just be all about it. Yeah. And then they talk about like the way his parents like, well, why don't you look it up on your phone how to you know Google Map us out of this place? And he's mm-hmm. like, well, I don't have my charger. It's little real type experiences. Well, yeah, you rush the kid out of there because. I don't know, the rot was in all these animals, and they were chasing you the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. That works. You can do that. You can put the technology in there. You can make it relevant and still make it good, believable, and seamless. I didn't sit there and go, this kid's on Twitter? Fuck that. I would just well, yeah, that's because mm. he did it the, the proper way. It wasn't like... It wasn't, it wasn't a whole storyline. <laughs> yeah, a whole storyline. It wasn't just like a million captions on the screen mm-hmm. trying to be cutesy of like, this is what the, the crowd is seeing when yeah. Green this Arrow is- jumps over a fucking car. Green Arrow, man, I totally saw his taint. He fucking, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty ripped diesel down there. <laughs> he has the taint of a thousand men. <laughs> Who's hungry? <laughs> yeah, it is. it works so well and. I like the interaction with 
animal man and his son, it's just like, he's like, well, how come you don't take me flying? Like, it's like you take your, my sister flying all the time. and he, he Yeah, you can like, tell they have a different relationship exactly, with both child. Exactly. Just like you would <clears throat> in a real family or real life. Yeah. And he's like, you know, we're trying to stay incognito right now. We can't bring a lot of attention. And he's like, but don't worry. We'll go flying soon. And then the boy goes into the shop and they just like, go get food. And, of course, he buys junk food like he's not told to do. Of course. He's and the dad kid. lets he's him like, do it. Fuck, yeah. He's like, fuck you. And yeah. And, he's, and then he gets his charger and he comes out. <clears throat> When he sees these chick, and she has an Evolver dye shirt on, and she's, he's like, that's my dad, Animal Man. And they're like, whatever, douchebag. And he's like, no, really? And she's like, what are you, like, 12? And then they, they're like teenage girls, and they're just, he thinks they're cute, and they're totally just busting his balls. And, yeah. And then his dad shows up, and he's like, come on, son, the Justice League. I just got off the line with them. He grabs him and flies away. And he's like, thanks, Dad. And he's like, no problem. <laughs> And it's cool. That's cool. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. it totally worked. You're just like, you just big goofy grill on your face reading that shit. But Animal Man. God, yeah. I mean, if you guys aren't reading it, just check it out. I mean, it's only up to seven, I think, now. You still seven can. Seven just came out, yeah. <clears throat> and, I mean, I know we're pretty opinion heavy here, but I don't think we would steer you wrong just because. I we... don't think anyone can argue that Animal, Animal Man is not, like, the best book that they have. It's gonna... know, the sales show it. Yeah, it breaks my heart if they do continue to threaten changes on that book. I don't, I hope it doesn't go through. I hope somebody just wakes up. No, the DC. artist is already gone. Let's get him back. Nope, travel for him, and I forget what book he's going to, but he's gone. Maybe we should sign like a make a petition or like Moftop cocktail to throw at DC. I will do the petition part with yeah. you. That's just, that's actually really smart because it doesn't make any sense. It's you wouldn't take. Okay, like, DC's, I think, best-selling book is Justice League, which Easy I just got caught up on that. I really love that book. I wish the rest of the, the reboot had been like that book. Yeah, Because it actually, actually felt fun. like a new, fresh take on it. Yeah. And it, it didn't have everything mapped out and, and perfect, and I really enjoyed that. But that, that, that didn't happen. But you yeah. wouldn't take Jim Lee off that book because the sales are great. So why would you take Travel Foreman off of the book when the sit, it's like Animal Man's the second highest-selling book that they have? I don't know if maybe we should do the if if I understood politics to get a petition together. <laughs> I think that hard we could do it. We should totally. I don't know if you guys are listening. We gotta fix this problem. Yeah, just, it's retarded. It's one of the stupidest art decisions I've ever heard of. And it's in insulting to like the people that bought that book. They yeah. bought that for the whole experience that these two guys that just built. Yeah, because when I think of how strange and how dynamic the book is a lot of that's the art yeah like the way he draws the rot and the way he draws the bleed the whole presentation the, the red, I the red say. yeah it's from the faces it's, a fuck, it's fucking amazing you look at it and you're just like that's grotesque but beautiful yeah and i don't you can't just slap some other artist <clears throat> on that's going to understand you're that. not going to find that anywhere else i mean just little nuances like um down by the lake where the um the the mom goes down there to save the boy, and that she, have you have you read that part yet? I don't think I have, but all right, I'm just gonna, it's a little spoiler part. I'll but, tune um, out. It's feeding. It has the it has the boy. It's about to finish him off. The mom comes in there, shotgun blasts. It turns attention to the mom, grabs the mom, and just the just the way her face is drawn as it's trying to like you know get inside her and just the little yeah. tentacles in it. It looks so good. You're just like. This chick is literally shitting her pants because I can see it in her face. Mm-hmm. And it has that weird... She just looks scared and ugly and just all this... It just looks... It chokes perfect. fucking human. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you're not going to get that anywhere else. I don't think any artist could come in there, I got to draw like that. That looks hard. Uh, stick figures. <laughs> and I'm done. Yeah. Oh, I no. just... It's just so... It just blows my mind because I know that in the past they've ended books or they you know marvel is a prime example of it of the sales don't match the caliber of the talent that's on the book they end the book or they make one of them leave they're like all right writer you stay but you're getting this cheaper artist yeah but here are two people that presumably have a lower paycheck because they're not huge talents sure they're probably playing jeff lemire more than travel foreman uh, due to his name and yeah. his, you know, his history. caliber of writing. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and it's just his history of sales. But the book has to be exceeding anything they projected yeah. for sales. 
And to remove either of them, it's like, give Foreman a bump, then, if that's what it takes to keep him on the book. Don't move him over to some... I forget what book he's going over to, but don't move him over to some other book that's struggling to try to boost that book up. Because that doesn't fix problems. Just putting someone else that's talented on a book doesn't magically make the sales better. It doesn't make the story better. It doesn't fix the problems that were already in that book. He figured it'd be more of a culture shock, too, to the reader of whatever yeah. book he's going to. And it's going to be a culture shock to the readers of Animal Man, because they're going to open that next issue up yeah, and be like, what the up. fuck? Yeah, you fucked up two books rather than, you just know, leaving on... one and letting it do its thing and continue, you know, doing the great amount of sales and the great storytelling that it's doing to try to fix and save another one when you could have easily taken whatever this artist yep. is that's taken over for Foreman and slapped him on that book. Or You're just trying some, to use his name at that point. Find some new talent, let somebody get some shine on a book that's struggling, and maybe they'll surprise you. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure if you saw the, this build on paper, you'd be like, this animal book is getting cut soon. But Yeah, then, you never thought it would have worked. Yeah, and then they were just like, mm, grab my ball sack, we're doing good. Yeah, And now you want to rock that boat. It doesn't mean, I mean, unless there was something in their contracts or maybe one of them were just like, I want off this book. I can see if it was, like, a personal thing for one of them. That's the only way I'd be okay with it. I don't know. I, there, it could very well be that there's something that we're not seeing that they're not divulging to the public. Exactly. But That'd I be guarantee the only it's, way. it's going to boil down to money. Either Travel Foreman wanted more money, and they were like, Well-deserved, if you ask me. Yeah. You want more money, you got to work on this book sort of thing and help help this struggling book. But still, at the end of the day, that doesn't make any sense. If the book is exceeding the sales projections... And is your number two book behind Justice League? That's saying a lot about that book. Exactly. Uh, I mean, maybe I mean, that's I think, what it was. Maybe I, mean, I like, think maybe Action Comics is beating it, but you have a dollar more on the price tag for that yep. book, so of course it's beating it. Just like Justice League has a dollar more on the price tag, it's beating it. This is your number one two ninety nine book. If you got a bump to three ninety nine, you think anyone's going to be like, "Oh God, no! I'm not, I'm not I'd, buying your best fucking book for a dollar more." I'd pay four ninety nine for that. Don't get crazy. Don't I'm, give them I'm sorry. I take it back. I let's I get them back on the book at the three ninety nine before we commit to five dollars. I was out of line. I apologize. You were. This is Jesus guy. We talking crazy. It's that cheddar jack, dude. It's so much cheddar jack on each 100% little percent real square. cheese. My ass, but whatever. Ooh, it's intense. So there you go. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a digital petition going. Yeah. Or maybe someone out there that knows the comic book industry and sidetracked to DC knows what's going on can be like, hey, dudes, calm down. This is what's happening. It'd be nice. It'd be nice to know. Yeah. I, I I can't imagine we're the only ones that are bothered, kind of bothered and almost outraged that... Outraged, I guess, yeah. Yeah, that they're yanking a great, talented artist off of a book that's doing quite well in order to fix some other... I really wish I remembered what book they were slapping them on, but it was it's not... something wacky. It was not one that I was going to just on. run around or run out and buy because he's on it, so... That's too bad, man. Yeah. Way to go, DC. You had the world, and then you shat on it. Yeah, they're... I don't know. They're just... There's so many creative shakeups on, on 7. It's almost like they're rebooting the entire... Line up again. It almost seems like they didn't expect that to work. They're like, "Oh, yeah. that worked." Oh. And what I don't get is, I still saw Hawk and Dove this week, and I was like, "I thought yeah. you were fucking canceled." I grabbed it. <laughs> Why? I the, was like, "Cancel this book already!" Shit, the, or get off the pod. They're at the club in this one. <laughs> oh. Leap Phil gets to draw her at the club with a bottle of bub. <laughs> floating feet. It sucked a lot. I just, uh, I just flipped through it. I didn't even. I kind of questioned why I had it in my hand. Terrible. Some sort I don't of... know. I, I've as I've been getting caught up. There's a lot of interesting details. Like I really, really enjoy all the Wildstorm stuff that's being incorporated and kind of reimagined mm-hmm. in the DC, um, like Voodoo Grifter. Like those books are fucking dope. And seeing that new cover of Superman where he's fighting—I forget the bad guy's name—but he's the, he was the bad guy in Wildcats. Um, kind of like that flaming half skull thing. Oh, I forget his name. Yeah, I cannot remember his name for the life of me. But when I saw Superman fighting him, I was like, oh, that is fucking cool. That's how you do it. You take these badass villains that they never fought before, and you give them, like, new challenges to face. And maybe they don't always beat these new villains because... Elzar style. Bam! (laughs) Spice Weasel. Bam! bam. (laughs) And to the ladies, can I say, bam? (laughs) Futurama. Check it out. 
New episodes now on Netflix. <laughs> I already watched them all. But, um, you know, I, I really like the stuff that they've incorporated with the Wildstorm, with, uh, you know, some of the authority and bits that they've taken over, and these other parts of the, the Wildcats and stuff like that. It's really Making it more of a seamless cool. DCU. Yeah. Instead of, like, this is this, this is this, and they can only live and play in this sandbox. Yeah, but then there's, like, stuff that's not part of that. I really don't care. I'm just having mm. a hard time enjoying it. Uh, I miss Ron Mars on Voodoo. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to ever say that, but then I read those next two issues without him on it. And you're kind of like, I was like, oh, so you're just going to make her a clone, and that explains her trampiness. So the, the real character is untainted now. Yeah. She's not a, she's not a slut bag. So and, and, and I don't think she's a slut bag. I just think she's a powerful woman that yeah. knows her body and can express it in alien form or whatever, <laughs> or female form. I, you know, and the thing is, I read Catwoman, and it's so much worse than Voodoo was. I kind of like Catwoman, though. I do like Catwoman, too, and I think that if they had just let him but I don't know how many get to punches six. to the jaw she could take without know, it being broken. Gets, that's the thing, is Catwoman <clears throat> literally gets beaten. Beat Every hard. fucking issue. Where's my sandwich? Here's a beaten. Every issue. Mm-hmm. And where's the outrage? Where's the... Where's the brain trauma? Like, well, that, too. Yeah. I mean, like, this chick, is that her power? <laughs> Did she have a power that no one knew? Is that going to come up? It's to survive brain trauma. It's just to take, daily. A, take a punch. Yeah. I don't know. Pacquiao's in there. I can't seem to drop this bitch. Like, fucking... <laughs> ah! Norm MacDonald, I hope you didn't fucking bet on me this time. I'm going to lose. <laughs> I love Norm MacDonald. <laughs> he, he bet, like, 120000 on him on his last fight. Wow. At Vegas, yeah. Norm McDonald's got that money? <laughs> yeah, he's not McDonald's. It's true. He's, he's, he's getting royalties from something. Dirty. Who cares? He doubled down on that shit. You know. Brilliant. Dirty work hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? A class of chihuahua piss? Or <laughs> <laughs> We're just full of off-topic references today. I love it. Mm, good. Have you ever have you ever seen Dirty Work? I'm pretty sure you can get it at a gas station for like 99 cents. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just stream it on Netflix or something, I think. I think even Hulu has it. One of, one of their nine movies that they have that aren't Criterion. Or <laughs> Criterion collection of dirty work. <laughs> it's just dirty work in 14 different languages. Like, you know, you could just give a feature that we switch that. No, no, no. It has to be separate. Director's cut of dirty work. Now, this is where he said penis for 30 minutes instead of 20. <laughs> uh, so, out of all that, I mean, Catwoman could take a punch. Good. Good on you for taking that. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that book baffles me. It reminds me of um, it's real. It's real kind of, it's real kind of guilty pleasure, like dirty. You're it like, is. But I want to see what's happening. They're next. kind of. It's almost too much. Like I, I wonder. Like no, well, like, I mean, I like it, but I wonder how much more abuse they can give this character she'll before people back. just go. You know, I'm tired. I don't want to see her getting, you know, her face rocked every issue. But you know what? Uh, she had it coming, dude. She's in a she's in a real dodgy work. She really don't have any I mean, powers per se. She's gonna get her ass beat. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean that's the only thing I'll give him is that he keeps it very realistic. Like she's not just you know. It's not like she went to Jack in the Box and got rocked just for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like and he makes the character understand the reasons why yeah. she's in those predicaments mm-hmm. and kind of have to deal with that at the same time. Like you made your bet, you lied it. Yeah, and and she's real always like. <laughs> She always understands that and, and deals with it appropriately yeah. and accepts the amount of blame that is it's, on her. It's, it's almost it. like she, she's just one of those self-hating cat burglars, you know what I mean? Kind of, yeah. But it, it reminds me of like the early days of, of Wonder Woman where it had this, uh, this I forget his name, like this doctor guy. And like every issue she was like in bondage or just kind of getting her ass kicked too. And it was supposed to be this really like empowering female book and everyone's like... She uh, is in a lot of, like, weird bondage things. Every issue, this is kind of bizarre. Hey, man, we all got our vices. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. That's what it, it always <laughs> reminds me of. It always reminds me of that. Yeah, it looks good, too. The art's really good. Uh, that artist is leaving, too. What the hell? Yeah, he's going over to... Uh, fuck. I can't remember what he's going over to. Subway? I don't know. There's so <laughs> many... That's the thing. There's so many changes. I can't remember who's going to what book and... And I'll just find out in issue seven, I guess, or eight, because it seems like eight's the new 
jumping changing point or something. Well, I hopefully they'll just keep prolonging that till it's like 25 is a new changing point. Uh, we said we were going to take them off. We lied. No, the artist is definitely off of that book. Too bad. Because I already saw like the little promo ad. Yeah, which is a shame. I hope you have someone that can, you know, kind of capture that quirky personality and her facial expressions. Yeah, with her eyes and her yeah. lips and just her whole demeanor and her yeah. face. I didn't really give a shit about anyone else's face or no, know, it just what they're doing, but she sold it. You could really get a sense of her emotions and <clears throat> mental state at, at whatever point. I like to think like her eyes were just so like wide and open and almost yeah. like childlike until and it got rocked. Very very <laughs> cat-like, too. Yeah, you know? and then it was childlike. She's like, shut up, stupid kid. Punch punch with my gravity fist yeah i was like oh. i did like her beating the shit out of that gravity chick yeah she every time yeah. i was like god you rock her ass yeah i was like good job making me instantly hate this gravity bitch yeah. <laughs> you'll owe me one i was like fuck it she was like you know what i do i don't jump into bed with people that fucking try to kill me i fucking rock their jaw <laughs> and i was like nice my kind nice. of girl take yeah. a punch <laughs> Well, that's DC. <clears throat> you know what I read from Marvel that I was just... Uh, you know, I read Ultimate Spider-Man 8, okay. I think. It has the terrible cover. Of oh, yeah. Dude the, the muscle It looks like It looks like I drew yeah, it or something. I, I was like... <laughs> You're like... It was like someone posed for a photo and you just... Painted it Fucked it up after that or something. Literally. Because I look at the Ultimate X-Men covers. I'm like, those are awesome. Yeah. It looks sucks ass. But then I look at the Ultimate Spider-Man. I'm like... Whoa! Can we get that guy to do his work over here? Yeah, it's just a cover. I mean, he and, has a month to do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "That's today." He's like, "Let me get something." Yeah. There you go. Here, that's a picture of my. Uh, uncle. That is weird. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it on the cover though. Next month, though, try to do a little less of what this is. Try to give yourself two days. <laughs> do it in two. Um, the covers haven't been that bad until this one, where I was just like, whoa, someone lose a bet? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but that book's okay. Um, so I'm really, it's kind of got a, a lot of little rough patches, where it's kind of like you read it and you already know what's going to happen. Mm. And then Bendis is just like, hey, look what I made happen. You're like, dude, I knew you were going to take that route. Come it's on. like you kind of made it really out of this. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I mean, there's this little spark of interest there. Of like you know the kid's uncle stole got a hold of the spider the same spider that bit him the same project that bit Parker and yeah. but you're just like how do they know this does not turn people into Spider Man this has happened like too many times already and everyone's in the city's just like oh this is is that P- Peter's back Spider Man's back I thought I thought we all saw him die on TV and YouTube and shit and then Aunt May and Gwen Stacy are in France what. Yeah, and then they Maybe. see a newspaper. Who reads newspapers anymore? And then, this, <laughs> especially if you're in France, yeah, they're sitting there, and you would just go to the internet. The cover is like, you know, you know, wee wee, new Spider Man, <laughs> and then Aunt, <laughs> Aunt, Aunt, not verbatim, but Aunt May's like translate that shit, like just hustling this French bitch. And I'm just Aunt May's again. Like, that's what Google Translate is for on your interweb, dude. It's Aunt May. She don't know about internet. <laughs> She's like click click click. Still married to someone? Oh, that's the other universe. <laughs> Jay Jonah's second cousin. Am I oh, dead in this I universe? So I don't go on the internet. <laughs> Find out terrible things about myself. <laughs> What's a wiki page? What the? What are they saying about me? I should have died a long time ago. <laughs> God, the fuck! I'm a worthless character that's out of date. Anyway, she was good in Ultimate, but you know, whatever. Yeah, because she was more. Yeah, she was like the only. Apparently, it's good. It's a it's a different work. take. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and then they're like, and they're just like, Spider Man's back, huh? He's the same build and stature and assassiness as Parker. Is it the same costume or is it no, Miles? It's, it's, the, it's the Miles. It's the black and red. Okay, so why would they be like? That's got to be him. The costume's completely different. They know it's an Ultimate book. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe the costume different. Yeah. No one's going to buy this well, shit. Well, in the Ultimate Universe, dead is dead. They haven't brought one person back from the dead, so I hope they don't start well, now. Maybe they will when they do the Spider-Man thing. He'll come back. Or maybe the second stolen spider is supposed to be the second Spider-Man or something. That's true. And they can all be clones or something. Yeah. Like the Clone Saga. I mean, they, boop, yeah, all, they all started doing the robot. No, they already did the Clone Saga, remember? Ultimate. They already did the Ultimate Clone Saga. Well, the new Ultimate. That's how Spider Girl came. Because got, well, that was sucked. No one liked that. 
But like on a bigger, I didn't like it. That was kind of corny. But whatever. A lot of cheese. Uh, (laughs) And that's all. That's and Age of Apocalypse came out. I didn't think that was going to be called Age of Apocalypse. I might be wrong. I just know. No, I think because I think that's why I overlooked it. Is because it said Age of Apocalypse on it, and it said coming from the pages of Mm -hmm. Uncanny X Force. And I was like, "Fuck your book." Eat a dick. And I walked right past it. Coming from the mouth of Dustin. Yeah, because I, I don't know. It's like you don't fuck with Age of Apocalypse. That is like one of my favorite Marvel things that they've ever done. I don't care if anyone likes it or not. I love that. I love that just one month they were just like, boom, we changed everything. So, and and they've they've touched on it here and there, and some of the stuff they've done has been okay, but this newest one where like, the Nightcrawler character who was completely worthless in the original series. is <laughs> Almost like the normal he's Nightcrawler. Come back, he's just like, I'm going to kill you all. <laughs> that's that what he kind of said. Yeah, that's, that how he that's, how was, that's how he sounds in my head when I read his shitty dialogue. Because <laughs> he was like, they're still alive here. I'm going to kill them all. I'm going to hunt them down. And I was just like, shut the fuck up. You are annoying even in my head with this little voice to accompany you. What part of the world is it coming from with that kind of accent? I don't know. He's an evil fucking elf from an alternate timeline. <laughs> I don't have to justify his stupid voice. And then I will make cookies. <laughs> and then I will make cookies and... <laughs> and shit Excuse your me. Let's go kill that fart. He's <laughs> <laughs> just stabbing the air. He's like, yeah, yeah. The Wolverine is like, where's my hand? <laughs> no, he didn't make it. They reference him. Oh. Yeah. It's really dumb. Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> they get ported over from that, you know, that timeline that should have been destroyed and and or the world would have ended. And then, uh, and then yeah, they're just like, oh, well, we're going to go kill the people that did us wrong in that universe in this universe, even though they didn't do anything to us. I like the way these mutants are supposed to be, like, accepting, but they just feed off hate. Oh. <laughs> The hypocritical yeah, motherfuckers. alternate timeline mutants are not to be <laughs> fucked with. They are, they were the the kid that got hit with the rock and then turned around and like ripped your throat out. So Teddy's a mutant. He just ripped Bill's throat. Yeah, out. it's a very mixed message with the mutants. Yeah. Sometimes you love them. Sometimes you're just like, ah, you guys are kind of pricks, dude. Imagine working at Marvel at that timeline, just looking at it on the dry erase board. You're like, so which what's over here? Well, that's where that it doesn't exist because oh, see they this. Came- Five minutes before the universe ended, we just pluck them from there whenever we want. But who knew about that? You. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> you, it's on the dry erase, okay? We accidentally wrote it in Sharpie, so it's not going away. Oh, he just rubs his arm against it. Who, did, who didn't fill this out in Sharpie? <laughs> who didn't fill it? You just smeared everything. What's that say? Nightcrawler prick? I love it. Go with it. It doesn't say. say that at all. It said... It said Take a break, actually, I think is what... It, that doesn't make no, any sense. No, Nightcrawler prick. <clears throat> Lupe, do his voice for me. <laughs> and then the janitor's like... Again. Just like that, but with words. <laughs> uh, oh, I've never felt so alive as a Marvel editor. Wait, why would the janitor be there in the day? Dude, he, he's one of those janitors that clean 24-7 because mm. Marvel just leaves a mess everywhere they go. Well, probably because Marvel doesn't let their people go home. They're like, your salary, <laughs> you're here all day, every day. I'm not employed by you. <laughs> yeah, you are. Now. Yeah, you are. We own this building. We, we got get, mouse money. <laughs> we gave you those free Wolverine underoos. I made Forbes this year. That's right, because I took all my share in uh, the Marvel buyout in Disney stock, and now I'm like the fourth largest stockholder in their company. Wow, that sounds like a dirty move. Yeah. No, actually, it sounds like a smart no, move. No, it's a good idea. Good I idea. Mean, yeah, he's totally part of the reason there's like this stranglehold on uh, Marvel, so... Well, and, and that short version, I didn't like that book. <laughs> <laughs> because it was David Lapham also being strangleholded by uh, yeah, Marvel. Yeah, I, I love David when he does David stuff. But when he has to yeah. go through the the cog, has to go through the system, the fraternity, you're just like, With the editors. Yeah, I don't like that end result. <clears throat> it just feels like they told him what to write. I don't hear any of his voice in any of that work. Well, that's... I mean, that's a lot of a lot of the times that it is stuff like that where they just have a writer and they're like, "Here's the story. Here's what you need to accomplish. How do you get dialogue. there?" 
And they kind of let him do that, but, like, Brubaker had a similar thing on um, X-Men Deadly Genesis, where, you know, he was new with the company. That was also Travel Foreman on that book, too. He Love was him. new to the, the company as well. And they were like, this is the goal you need to accomplish. And this is some of the, the dialogue and, and reveals that you need to have, and that's it. Like, you got to get it done. And he said that was, like, Brubaker was quoted saying, you know, I'm not surprised people didn't like that work. Because a lot of people are like, this is terrible, this is crappy, I can't believe you made a third Summers brother. What the fuck? This is just, this is just gross. This is a... He was like, I don't, I don't know, fuck. And he was like, you know, that's what I had to do. I had I was given the book, it was mostly done, the story was mostly done by the editors. I just had to fill in the dialogue and make it, make it work. So, it would not surprise me if this was a similar thing for David Lapham, because I, I think he gets a lot of that work just to pay his bills. He's just like, ah, whatever, I don't care. You know, I'm... I'm writing, I'm doing some work, and I'll try to do the best I can with what I have to work with. Yeah, I mean, probably just so then maybe he can do his own stuff. Yeah, I mean, because this is part of the whole point one time or event or whatever. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was a story that was already mapped out and laid out by the editor team or some architect of Dry race board time. Yeah. yeah. And he was just hit these plot offered, offered the book and hoped that the sales were good because of his name. Yeah. Although I don't think anyone buys anything at Marvel with because of his name, because they know yeah. it's not as good as his creator-owned stuff. Which is hopefully going to, with I mean, <clears throat> with the playground that is Image, you can kind of... Well, I mean, he's over at Avatar. Well, no, not... I thought you were talking about... Uh, oh. Um, Ed. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, Brubaker's gone over to Image. Hickman is returning to Image. He announced that he's leaving Fantastic Four and Future Foundation. And I think with, kind of with the ties that they made and the artists and like all the like networking they've done, they can go over there and put out a solid product now without Yeah, they can so much pretty much get any, any talent, you know, any artist that's looking to do creator own work with them. Exactly. They can go get them easily. That's kind of maybe, maybe like <clears throat> the DC and the Marvel, you just got to pay your dues, meet people, hustle. Eh, kind of. I mean, I don't, think that everyone has to do that no no but i definitely think that's what they would like you to think Mm -hmm. you know and i think that's the kind of the um like kind of the 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 hole that a lot of creators fall into uh i mean nick spencer did it he was doing great at image on his own and he went did some time at marvel didn't really vibe you know yeah didn't really vibe sure he's still doing a little bit of work there and he's doing a little bit of work at dc He's mostly coming back and doing creator-owned stuff at Image. Um, I mean, even Hickman, he did a long stint at Marvel, and he did some good work. Like, I really enjoy pretty much every Marvel thing he did. But then, you know, he comes back with Manhattan Projects, and I was like, this is the Hickman I like. This one that does just this crazy, weird shit and gets to experiment with how he wants to tell the story. And I really, really enjoyed that. That came out this week, right? Yeah. So, I, and I just, I think that that was one thing Kirkman, when he did his whole manifesto, I think he did nail that of where you, you do well at Image and then you think you have to go to these, yeah these big boys and you don't really. Not anymore. Like your name is what sells it and you can use your name to get better artists and whatnot. Exactly. If they're willing to work with you. If they want the corporate gig, they're going to take it. And, no if, you, what, and yeah. if you really need to work with that artist, then go work with them at that company. But otherwise, you don't need them. You can always find – there's so much art talent out there just waiting to be discovered. And they just need – really, they just need the discipline. And they're not going to get that at Marvel either mm-hmm. because Marvel's going to use them, use them and lose them. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> That's what I do to the ladies. <laughs> Hey man, I had to I had to bring it back to reality, yeah, maybe. We had some joke. We had to get some jokes in there. It was getting <clears> too serious. Yeah, you're in this fantasy world. I'm more fucking corporate mobber juggernaut. This is how it. Fuck you, buy, sell, trade. <laughs> um, I I read that book, Manhattan Projects. Right. It was, it was uh, okay. Okay. I know you really liked it. I didn't. I, th- I thought it was okay. I mean, I'll, I'll read more of it. I want to see where it's going before I'm just like, holy shit. I was yeah. just more like, all right, I'm interested to see what you can do. Well, I, yeah, I definitely think, and I touched about, upon that in my review, that it is a an issue that sets the stage. But I think yeah. it set the stage so well that I had to just acknowledge the fact that it didn't kind of 
farther It didn't try out. to come out guns blazing yeah. and just, like, blow your mind instantly. Mm-hmm. But the fact that just the way it set everything up, I just thought that was just, it was great. It was worthy of a five, so I gave it the five. So, if you haven't read it, and you should probably read just, it. <clears throat> at least the first one. At least give it, I don't know, how, how long is it? It's ongoing. Yeah, just at least give it to six and see what if you don't like it by then. I mean, that's the least you can do because I think it warrants that. It's the the interest in the book is there for me, so I'll, I'll keep looking at it until uh, I just can't take it anymore. Or it's just kind of idling for me or whatever. But give it at least its fair shake because it is it's a pretty interesting book. Yeah, did you like the general guy? I <clears throat> I did. I found some of his dialogue to be a little too too snarky at times. Yeah, I could see that, but I. I think like that was, was the character type on, he was trying to like do. Like a little on? You can't tell me he didn't like the part where he sent them over to Japan to get the Buddhist monk. And he was like, plant an American flag before you come back. No, yeah. I mean, he was on. He was on <laughs> yeah, he was I definitely mean, on. He was on. He was hovering around 10 <clears throat> trying to go to 11. All yeah, the time, so some but. of his lines were good. But then sometimes yeah. I was just like, okay, I, you're, you're the man. I get it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like that, though. No, I yeah. Like, I like that his office is just... <laughs> Weapons, mm-hmm. you know, floor to floor to ceiling. Right. <clears throat> like I said, it's gonna. You know, it could be it could be fifty fifty. If you like, him. if you like his work, you're gonna like this book. Yeah, easy for sure. And if you're you're new to his work, you know, like I said, for you, I mean, it, it built the new. interest. Yeah. It was it was good, but you weren't as blown away by it, you know, as as I was. But you still had the the genuine interest in, in checking it out and. Because I'm not, I'm not too familiar with a lot of his stuff, but so this was a good, I guess, door opening experience yeah. to kind of get him at the ground level, fresh, some new idea. So, but another book that I didn't, I know we've talked about it at least on the site, or we've given it some press in the past, and I haven't had a chance to. I've talked about it in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have you briefly have. though, because you mm-hmm. you. Showed interest. Yeah, I showed interest, and I just haven't had a chance. But I, I got one through six, and I, uh, I read all of them in one sitting. That's how good this book is. Wow, I'm surprised. I, I mean, I, I hoped I, you liked it, but I, I wasn't I, sure if you were going to be like, I'm it, reading all these right now. It teetered on like I'm going to say the first issue kind of had me going, hmm. But it was so interesting on what it was going to do. It kind of hit that cusp. I was like, you got one way you're going to go. Either you go left or you go right, and if you go left, I'm fucking done with you. Mm. If you go, if you go right, down down Interesting Avenue and Entrance Peak Boulevard, <laughs> and then just kind of crash in the middle of the. Um, we should then, probably tell them what we're talking about. <clears throat> they can wait. <laughs> we're talking about Rachel Rising by Terry Moore. Now does he do all of it? He does all of it. You know what I? You know I'm going to tell you a part where I was kind of like. Do I really like these characters on this? And then there was one panel that I was like, I do. I love this jet chick. I love, I love jet. when they're sitting on the stoop outside of five, uh, yeah. Aunt Billy's house. Aunt Johnny, but okay. Johnny, when I say Billy, like, yeah. I'm sorry, Johnny. <laughs> He's like, I'm not real, Kevin, but <laughs> it's good that you apologize, thinking I was. <laughs> when they they're sitting there dialoguing. I guess it really doesn't get more honest in that dialogue. Yeah. And then the way Jet looked, like her design of, I'm in that cold weather garment, my nose. Just the way she looked, the way he know she was drawn, I was just like, I can. Right, you win. So once I had that attachment to her, the events forthcoming had more levity. They had more weight to them. Yeah, I... Five, I loved it. I yeah. loved everything. It had great character moments, and you were just like, wow. Yeah. Like, these characters are super fleshed out now. And then Six built that up yeah. and then just took everything away from you. Because if you didn't, and, if you didn't have those moments, yeah. that would have been nothing. You'd been like, whatever, let's just trade them. Exactly. Let's just go. Yeah. Let's and just that's what I said in my review was Six is nothing without Five, and Five is nothing without Six. Like, yeah. those two issues are so just tightly woven together that you absolutely need both. You could not just come on and read issue six. Yeah. I mean, you could, but you are cheating yourself <clears throat> yeah. so much. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I mean, just everything, I think that's what makes this book work. And I would really like the fact that they reference things that are color and it's black and white. <laughs> 
I you know I mean the crazy thing about his art is I can almost always no I like I love it yeah I, I, I can almost always picture the color yeah and when yeah. he says oh that's that color I'm like yeah it totally is like I already see that color in my mind looking at it before you said anything yeah from like the descriptive of her face to her eyes to her skin tones and yeah just just little little silly things that you would just expect to not have to experience or worry about because if it wasn't color you'd be like oh the colors just did it for me exactly but they build it with the way they dialogue about it and I don't know there's just so many little interesting parts in it basically if you haven't read this book just go to this dude's house and ask for a couple of copies like hey here's some measurements dog give me this book <laughs> or just I mean there's so many ways what is it drive through comics you can get it no uh, this one's it just became available on comicology this week oh okay and is it all of them all of them. Okay. Yeah, it was a, a day and date release with issue six. Wow. Uh, so, I mean, the first five weren't available previously on, on digital until this this issue. And, I mean, I've been able to find, when I, I missed an issue here or there, I was able to find it at, like, other comic book stores and the, kind of their, their back bins. Um, a lot of places, like my, my usual comic book store, has actually kept a pretty good back stock of them. Because they just fly off the shelves. Do you think it's getting more popular? Uh, yeah, definitely. I've, like I've seen his issue. his buy pile for it grow Excellent. with each issue. So, now, do, to your knowledge, is it ongoing or is it? It's ongoing, as far as I know. Yeah. Mm. I'd like to. I see... mean, the way Terry Moore works is like with Echo, he kind of just writes it until it runs its course. So that's what he did with Echo. Right. And I think Echo was I want to say thirty issues, and so he just wrote it. Until he felt that the story was done. So I have a feeling he'll probably do the same thing with Rachel Rising. He'll write it until the story's done. And if that's 10 years down the road, that's 10 years down the road. He just, that's how, that's how he writes a story. And I respect that. That's probably the only real way to do it. That's, yeah, it's the best way in comics. Yeah. Is to finish your story the way the story should be told and not try to hit an that, issue number. That dead horse can only take so many beatings. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to sit there and be like, Quia! Uncanny X-Men. Walking Dead. Oof. Should have put a bullet in the back of that thing's head a long time ago. But we got a TV show coming out, Kevin. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. You don't even know what the fuck that was. Stupid. (laughs) But it's got to trade the paperback. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Asshole. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, you should do yourself a favor if you enjoy the spoken word and like to see it on paper that sometimes is black and white with really cool drawings it's called Rachel Rising go buy it we will yeah, not lead you we won't lead you astray I swear I mean if we do then you if you don't like this book then sorry then it's really like I guess you just only like superhero comic books but that's it, okay well, and as much as I like superhero comics don't get me wrong I like superhero comics of course, I read of a lot course. of superhero comics of course and a lot of them are broken and I still read them right you know, Catwoman, Guilty Pleasure. We talked about these Exactly. Ones. But with comic books, I don't just want superhero. I don't go and watch only one genre of movie. I don't watch one genre of TV. I don't listen to one type of music. There's tons so, of stories that can be told. Exactly. In comics, it's such a perfect medium for these stories that will never get made in Hollywood or on TV or anything. Yeah. To have an outlet and you get to read really crazy, unusual things. Like Rachel Rising... There's so much going on here. There's no way this would be a Hollywood movie. They A, they wouldn't take a chance on it because of the story B, and fr- B, the budget. B, and C, your friend will have to tell you what's going on half the time. Yeah. What's happening? Shut the fuck up. Who's I'm watching that person? a fucking movie. I swear. Is she dead or a ghost? Was that a little girl? Got the voodoo? <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, uh, Yeah. Um, this is why I got the, the hearing listening aid so I could just put that on and block you out while I'm watching this movie. <clears throat> this is why I don't have friends go to the movies with them because they're stupid. <laughs> That's the easy answer. But we'll that. watch a movie with you as long as you don't talk to us. You do it on Netflix and Xbox Live. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you kind of even go to their site remotely, which is combatbastards.com, you will see that there's a lot more little books that kind of get our attention more than don't get us wrong we love superhero books yeah everybody loves a good snick snick up up and away but uh 
it's more of like the smaller stories and the smaller creators that get our attention because it's just like anything else like they're kind of hungry for it yeah. they have the passionate stories sometimes you know they got little loopholes in the story is not all the way there but you can it's see it's no? not perfect by any means so you can see the passion though and you can see where they're going with it and that's to me when I read that book that's exciting yeah. I'm like hey man he might not have like the best coloring or whatever but you can see what they're doing. You can see that they love comics probably as much as you do, and they can do it outside of, you know, doing a superhero book at DC or doing a snick snick at Marvel or whatever. I mean, these things can exist, and these guys just like comics, and so we yeah. do, and then we see that in there, and, and so it makes it fun, I think. Yeah, and sometimes people ask me why we don't cover Marvel and DC, and, you know, we'd, we'll do the news tidbits here and there, but for the most part, they don't really... Do they any- don't need us. They're not like, no. why isn't Comic Bastards talking about us? Because, you know, we're a small site. <clears throat> They're big conglomerate. Yeah. They're going to sell books regardless. They're going to have IGN for any quote that they want. Because exactly. IGN loves everything. Yeah, and... Even I- OMAC. Ooh, that, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I read that quote and I was like, really? IGN? Really? IGN's like, you love we, OMAC? we love AIDS and nuclear war. It's doing <clears throat> great things for the world no IGN is not those things that's a no, lie what no <laughs> your nuclear reactor 10 out of 10 yeah it broke Nine out of 10. Uh-oh. yeah uh, <laughs> Nine out of 10. so I mean that's that's pretty much why we do it yeah like you said we'll, we'll throw a bone to those guys but they don't need us and I mean we enjoy what they do but they're going to do what they want to do regardless yeah our <laughs> feedback is not going to be no. deaf ears but if falling we can, on them. If we can tell you about a book like Rachel Rising or... I mean, look, we just gushed over Animal Man. That's a DC. Yeah. We we just shrugged our shoulders at Apocalypse, and that sucks. That was Marvel. That could have yeah. been awesome. Um, so it's stuff like that. You're just gonna, it's, it's a mixed bag, and and hopefully you find a book or something you didn't know existed and love it. I think... Uh, there you go. That passionate Hallmark moment. Um, next week, there is uh, the WC that's in town. <laughs> it's the WonderCon. We're, uh, we're going to go. We're going. So if you're going to be there, you can say what's up to us. Dustin's got his Twitter. I got the Twitter. You can holler at us. Holler at your boys. We'll tweet. We'll tweet. I won't. I don't understand it. It's complicated. I know. <laughs> um, but... You can if you want to meet up with us there, that'd be cool. If not, you know that's cool too. It's your life, you know. Do what you want. You know. Hey, you got priorities. Do you want to see some shit too? We yeah. understand. You're a big boy. You know, you're wiping your own butt, pulling your own pants up. It's good. And we're gonna try to cover that, bring it to you the only way we know how, which is probably poorly and <laughs> confusing. <laughs> I don't know. I tend to pick up on some little details that other sites don't care about or miss or whatever. Exactly. He's the sleuth, dude. He's got the nose for news. So. <clears throat> yeah, I picked up on Justice League changes before everyone else did at uh, C2E2. So they, suck that. Mm, big balls in your mouth. Yeah. What are you doing? So not suck that to the listeners. No, not you guys. God, we love you guys. Don't ever, so ever forget other that. media outlets that are totally not listening to this, so I don't know why I told them to suck it, but yeah. whatever. But you can tell them, too, from us. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to happen, and we'll try to do something special there, I guess. I know. That is not too heartfelt, <laughs> I guess, and if you want us to. I don't know. We're, we're going to try to do a, maybe a daily podcast. I don't want to promise a daily podcast in case everything just blows up on our face and then we don't get it. But we're going to try to do... And this is be the first you know, con we've gone to as this conglomerate, which is Comic Bastards. <laughs> so <laughs> it could go either way. We'll fill it out. <laughs> and uh, fucking south real yeah, quick. Yeah. So we'll try to give you something that's interesting, and hopefully you'll enjoy it. And yeah, so thank you for listening. This is what you've been listening to happens to be the Comic Bastards motherfucking podcast. This is episode 20. She's 20 years old, fellas. What are you going to do? You're going to knock twice at that door and dad's home. You don't care. She's old enough. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, I understood what you said, but I did not understand what you said. Oh, all the listeners do. Their eyes all, you know, got wide ears perked like, up. Huh? <clears throat> I'm down. So thanks for listening. Tell a friend, I guess. You know? Yeah. You know, three shakes after that, you're playing with it. I'm Kevin. <laughs> I'm Dustin. And we'll see you next time. Meredith. You okay, you know?
Why must that sound mother of yours continue to wear short dresses that accent her plump, disgusting ankles? Would you prefer she wear culottes, Reginald? Culottes, bah! <laughs> Officer Dandelion. Uh, it's actually Daniel Daylions. Daylions, bah! Listen, that's several reports of you whipping your son, Chippethy. Excessively. But officer, it's not, it's not his fault. He reads the comic books day and night, night and day, day and night, month after month. It can't be stopped. Meredith, your obsession with the calendar. Oh, we do not have our dirty laundry. Out to Johnny Law. So what's it going to be, Johnny Law? You going to shoot me in the face and plant narcotics on her? Listen. I know what you're going through. Ah. That your son, he's a comic bastard. <gasps> Who's words in this house? Man. You got her so worked up, I'm gonna have to choke her to sleep. Choke her to sleep like I do every other night. My hand. Meredith, men are talking. You, oh, isn't there a sandwich you should be making? Ah, Johnny Law. Why do you come and piss on my front doorstep? Timothy! I can look away. Ma'am, I'm gonna need that sandwich to go. Is, is that spicy mustard okay, uh, officer? Of course it's okay. He's a man. Finally, all right. What bread do you have? This isn't a bakery, you dick.